Radio Frontier. This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden. Midfield dynamo and average actor. Chris Toll. Target man. Suspicious character. And... Welcome to Football Daft, the daftest Scottish football podcast around. My name's Stephen Purden and let's welcome the team. First, a man who this week admitted after watching the Tina Turner documentary that the best is one of his all-time favourite songs. No, it's not Gredo. It's not me. It's Chris Toll. You are simply the best, Toll, man. Tell you what. Call you. When I need you. Need you. My <laughs> <laughs> You get to that. You know you sing that. Do that again. What you are good at that. You're good at that. I love when you sing that. Come to me. Come to me. Can you do private dancer too? I go do something. I got private dancer. Dancer for money. Do what you want me to do. <laughs> imagine. Imagine. Like stars in the eyes came back. Right. <laughs> Tonight, oh, Matthew, man. I'm going to be Tina Turner and it comes to Give me the wicked all that. Oh. Ooh, oh, what's love got to do? Got to do what it is. Fucking Tina Toll. That's brilliant, man. That's fucking brilliant. No, but listen, uh, I've said... I have said on the podcast before now, I hold my hand up. I've always loved Tina Turner if I was a wee guy because of my mom. So, fucking, the fact that the best is one of my favourite songs is fuck all today with football. Mm. It's just the fact that it's an absolute topper. Yeah, she was some dancer, wasn't she, man, watching that documentary? I've only watched half it, but she's she she was some She was some dancer, Gredo, but she was better in private. We're off and running And now let's welcome a man who last week was called out On national television By Jason Cumdog Cummings During the Dundee Dunfermline match The quote was I am retiring undefeated And if Gredo wants the smoke He knows where to find me Gredo, what are you saying to that mate? The Hibs training centre screwjob I'll tell you That that was... um, Oh, listen, Jason Cummings. I mean, they all want me. They all want aye, me. They aye, all want to wrestle aye. me. Your bodybuilder the other week, Grant, or not Holt. Grant Holt, he fucking trained to be a wrestler. Listen, he can smoke nothing. He can, I'll, I'll smoke him. His ass is grass and I'll smoke him. Hey, <laughs> I'll smash him. Hey, I'll hey, smash hey, him the way he smashes his telly. He's a fucking idiot. Ah, well, there we go. Gredo is calling out Cumdog. So, uh, well, look, we've wanted to come dog on for, for a wee while now. Um, aye, we have, aye. We have, and he keeps, aye. he wants to date in person, so maybe we'll have a wee roll about the flair whenever that does happen, John. I think, I think that sounds tremendous, to be honest with you. I aye. think you should bring, where, where is he, who's he playing with now? He's with Dundee. Dundee. I want him to bring a couple of these fucking Dundee muckers. Tell, tell fucking... me to bring James McFake and Martin Hartley and we'll have, aye. Fucking, we'll have a six-man fucking... tag. Fucking Purden and fucking Tina Toll take care of all two fucking afties, <laughs> you know what I mean? Aye, anyway, you know I mean? we're, we're, we're coming down to we don't need another hero. That's your entrance <laughs> music. <laughs> we don't need... No, you sing it, Toll. We don't need another hero. <laughs> <laughs> so what was that thing you were singing? Well, was it just me and you I was talking? You were talking about, we were talking about children's entertainment and you sang a song. It was dead funny. <laughs> Do we cross was stacked upon the wall? <laughs> I'm telling you, he's got 
you've I, I've said it. I don't think I've said it. I have said it hundreds of times this podcast. You have got some voice tool. You have. You know you. what? You know what? See if I looked like Grado or Stephen, I'd be I'd be number one all over. You. <laughs> <laughs> I remember right. No, this isn't a word that I lie. Right, I'm not going to name the guy. When I was really young and I just started River City, and we done. <laughs> <laughs> he done battle. There was this guy I met outside the pavilion. I'm no naming him, right? And he came out and he's going like, "Aye, we man, can, can you sing?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> he's like, "It's a shame, man, because I want to release. I want you to release a single, and I want to be your manager." Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't sing. And he's like, "Have a wee think about it, boy, and get back to me." <laughs> Me scared, and he's like, ah, honestly, see if you can get that voice working, pal. I'll I mean, could, you not, could you not have just done like a Millie Vanilli thing? Aye, <laughs> done a, a fucking a, a Phoebe Buffet, man. Bob, did you know? I remember a story years before I met you. I remember there was a story in the paper, and it might be Rang, maybe one of these made up stories. But I read a story that you were going up to Michelle at Manis's house, not that you get singing. Aye, lessons. that was before, singing that, lessons. I heard that. Oh, <laughs> fucking, it definitely was singing lessons. No, it's so what's you going around her house, not that? Aye, mate, it's because I had a fucking. Had a bet with Mr. Ian Gordon, who is the Pavilion Theatre Manager and Main Grado's director on a yearly basis at the Pavilion. And we were then putting on cue for the second time. And I was like, I, I want to sing in this panel. I want to sing. Because you know it's like Grado and Cunt, yeah, folk sing in the panel. They mm-hmm. get a big standing ovation, that they get a big, it's all right, good. They get a woof. You know right, mean? it's a woof. So I was Be- like, I want to sing. But went to Michelle's house. <laughs> I think after five minutes, <laughs> Michelle realised. <laughs> Paul English stayed next door at the time. Really Paul, Paul English is next door. Michelle's and I'm up. Paul's like, but you're up here for us. I start for a couple of singing lessons. That's a fan of a man, don't I? Five minutes later, the cunt's banging the wall. Shut up! <laughs> no, fucking five years later, I'm in the recording studio with Grado. Grado will tell you how my lessons went. Remember? Oh, mate. Oh, it's so funny. Because we have to actually record the song in our music studio. Like, for real. Aye. What was the song you were singing last year, man? What was no, what was, was the one that me and you had to do together? So, do you mind? Do you mind when you're on the stage? Ah, oh, mate, no, it's not, mate, well, me and you don't really do much, man, we just... Oh, no, I did have a, I remember, I, I did have a song, and it got... Well, 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 these are crazy, crazy. No, I think it kept in. Think it kept. But it was, it was last year. What was the song? Oh, it was that big one. Like a bird, like a bird, like a bird. What was that again? What was that again? What was that song called? Like a bird, like a bird, and a bird, right? Like a bird, like a bird. Aye, what was it called? Come to your daddy, come to your daddy. Like a sweet of God. But they added all these fucking dance moves into. So I'm flip like a bird, like a bird, and I'm all like off and. We, we, put, we tried to put it all, see halfway through singing, I was winter, I was bust, no, I thought I was going to have maybe, a heart attack. There is, I don't know if there's many folk who are the heavy professionals at singing and dancing could have done that because it was solid. Ian, Ian had it in his head, it was like this big spectacle. Anyway, I, know, I know who could have done it. Who? Tina Turner. Tina Turner. <laughs> 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 but... After what two shows it got done? <laughs> swim like a bird and talk to your daddy. Swim like a bird and talk to your daddy. Aye, that was it. 
Anyway, let's get to Scottish football. <laughs> that was good. We that was some good anecdotes about the old business and all that there, too. Right? But what has been happening in Scottish football this week? Well, I fucking hate it through international weekend. It makes me angry. I don't enjoy it. I watched, I didn't see any of the Austria game. I seen the who do we play? Israel for the fucking umteenth time in the last two years. I watched that. It's like Scotland are just went backwards after qualifying for the Euros. We're just going, nah, it's we're back to it, it, it's I'm, very dull to watch. We've had more fun. Do you know Aye. what? See, when you look at that team, that team should be way, way better than us. Oh, that, it's a but, good team, man. It is, isn't it? But, it but is I, I've, I've always players. felt that for years with the Scotland teams. I, I've always. Every one of the players in that, in that starting 11, maybe with the, what I will say is, you know, we're starting with two Motherwell defenders and Motherwell are fucking languishing at the bottom of the league, right? So that's that kind of, uh, it's, it's a wee bit dodgy for me, right? But when you look at every single individual in that team's a good player, I don't know mm-hmm. what happens to Andy Robertson when he puts a Scotland tap on. Mate, right. mate, I would, uh, yeah, yeah, Tierney's wasted where he is as well, right? And see if Robertson isn't he playing well, which he's not been playing well when I've seen him, he's mm. not had a good season, you've got to try Tierney there and then just get another fucking centre-half to play centre-half exactly. and put Tierney where he is. Because there was a couple of times on it against Israel, Tierney did get forward a few times and he does look a threat. He really Aye. looks a threat. Aye. And you know who looks decent? Who's a good, what you call it, an international signing these days? I don't know. Shea, Shea Adams. Adams. Aye, he looks, he, he looks class. He looks class. He does. But he, he looks a wee bit, a wee level above the rest of them, doesn't he? He does, mate. He does. But I think with the players you've got there, it's a really, really decent team. But again, the other night there was a there was big chunks of that game where we made Israel look like fucking Brazil. I know. I know. Do you know what I mean? Their goal was a cracker, right enough. But, I think Marshall's still saved it, mate. Aye, so they are. So they are. But told, right. see how, did you not find that a graft, and John and all, John, did you not find that a graft watching, well, I mean, I don't think last Thursday was as bad as what it was on Sunday, but Sunday for me was, nah, I can't take any of this. I know. Second, half, know. Per- second half performances were a lot better when he changed the shape and changed it around. The second half performances were a lot better, but as you said, the players we have in there, we should be doing better. I mean, aye. is it... Is it, you know, Steve Clark's got a style which he set up with Kilmarnock, you know, not to be beaten, you know, get that. And the good the good news is we're not leaking stupid goals really now. That's the I, good. Mate, I, I get that and I agree with that, right? But Steve Clark sets his teams up a certain way. How many times do you need to play Israel to know how to beat them? Aye. Fuck's sake, Aye. how many times have we played them? Surely we must go, right, we are a better team than them. Right? If, we beat, if we beat them in 90 minutes... I don't, I don't know, have we? I don't, I don't think so. Wait, I think, no, we no, beat them at Hamden, didn't we? we beat I them. beat them at Hamden, we did beat them at Hamden. Aye, we did. no, but was that not a draw? Did we not beat them in penalties? No, but we did, the hundredth time we played them before, we beat them at Hamden. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's, honestly, it, it depresses me, but there was a wee kind of certain, don't know about you, Grado, a wee bit of satisfaction sitting, sorry, Tom, I'm not rubbing it in again, but I'm still high as a kite after winning the league. So, there was this wee kind of hang sitting during the international break going, Oh, fuck it, we're champions. You know what I mean? Just sitting there going, it's it's great, man. Just sitting watching us going, it's fine. We're, uh, the league's won. Do you know what I mean? You're no, you're no going. You're no worried about players coming back injured. Well, obviously you are, but not to the extent. Aye, I, aye, I, I, aye. I, I totally agree with you. Because is, still... is there any? Uh, but obviously there's players all over the world. I was just thinking, was there any Rangers players in this squad? No, I don't think there was. It was Ryan Jack until we played. Aye, John McLaughlin. 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 
the goal. He'll maybe play against the Pharaohs. Um, I'd rather him or Craig Gordon. But I don't know, man. Don't know. It was nice. But talking of winning leagues and getting back to normal football, let's have our weekly discussion. That's what's becoming now. Every week we're talking about the Celtic management situation. Rumours at the weekend of Eddie Howe looking at flats in Glasgow. Diego Is that true? Laxa, I don't know, but Diego lacks out playing Fortnite and see. <laughs> I'll find out the more. You've got the, this guy in auto. I meant to say this to you in the group chat. The former Borussia Dortmund manager. He, I mean, I had I've, a look at. I had a look at his history. Yeah, can I? He can I? I was quite excited when I mate, read about he, him. If I was a Celtic fan, he'd be going to the top of the list now. For me, when you look did, at his did, you see, did you read his Wikipedia, Stevie? No, do you know what I did read? I read on Twitter. One of our former guests, Derek Ray, who knows his German football, as we know, mm. he was going through it and he broke it down really well. It was like a fucking, it was a six-page thread on Twitter and he went through what he's done, all this. And Aye. I wouldn't want him. I wouldn't want him getting a job. I don't think. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I read his, I read his Wikipedia and see the way that they broke down how he is tactically and all that. Mm-hmm. It was, I was really quite impressed. But then again, that is Wikipedia, and as you know, if you've ever listened to the show. Once we get to the quiz and John asks a question about goals scored, Wikipedia's never got anything fucking right, has it? So. No, no. It was... No, I, the, 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 you can't go with Wikipedia. And also, the same about the, the, the Eddie Howe stuff with the flats. Does that Aye. just start up as a, as a Twitter Wait, rumor? Do you, 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 you honestly think that Eddie Howe would be looking at flats? Do you not think well, someone would go out, get him a flat? Aye, exactly. Is it one of the ones where folk are like, trying to be funny, you know, like, oh, I spotted Roy Keane fucking smoking rollies outside the goose and all that, carry on, and, and home base. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ian Wright was in home base and all that push, innit? And that's Ian, Ian Wright. The, Ian Wright in home base. Ian Wright was at the Forge Retail Park. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that seems to... I don't know. I remember I, I was doing the bars, man, and fucking E.L. Berkovich was coming out of birds, man. <laughs> so, but Thierry on me as well, saying he's got a bit of respect for Selic. Mm-hmm. What, what are you thinking this week, Toe? You, you're leaning more towards, which his name? Is it Favre, Lucien Favre? I, I, still, I still want Eddie Howe, but uh, Lucien Favre um, uh, would be, you know, it wouldn't be the, the marquee, appointment but it would maybe be a, the right appointment but mm-hmm. it's you know what I mean see whoever comes in as long as they do well they're getting my support anyway I just don't you, want Roy Keane and I don't well you'll be happy I was going to say to you'll be happy that the, the Keane talks mega died down I feel uh, anyway that is that is it's kind of diluted a wee bit isn't it definitely right well, I, I, I don't listen know. Like they might reappoint Neil fucking Lennon what do you think the odds are with John? No, literally the odds in the bookies. I'm just saying, what do you think, Toll? Do you think there's a chance he'll stick with Kennedy? No, I don't. I don't think so, mate. They can I think. I think they know that. They know that. They know the feeling amongst the fans. I know, man. Mm-hmm. They know the feeling amongst the fans, and if, do you know what? See if if Scott Brown and if if uh, John Kennedy's as good a coach as they say. And he gets let go, then you know he'll, he'll walk into another job, or he might end up at Aberdeen as a coach or something along with along with Bruni. So we'll, we'll see, you know. But I don't I don't think uh, he's the right man for the job, and I think Celtic the board know that. Well, that is the views of Tina Toll, <laughs> and we will find out soon. 
Hopefully we'll find out soon and hopefully it's not the big man from Germany. I'm not really wanting him there. Hopefully it's Roy Keane, but we never know. We'll talk about it probably on the open line later. And another thing we might talk about is Brora Rangers being declared Highland League champions after playing only three games as we speak to assistant <laughs> manager. Craig Campbell on the open line. Aye. Do you get the champion, the Highland Championship if you fuck hearts in the cup, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading that. This is a bit like Kelty. Kelty got handed the... the aye. The t- now, the buffs were, were, were... I mean, I know these these clubs have only played... The, sorry, the, these leagues have only played at 13 games. But it looks as if... The, the, I, I'm just trying to see the West, the West of Scotland League. I don't know if it's been confirmed, but the buffs were the top, top of the West of Scotland or the Ayrshire League. I can't remember exactly what it's called. And I think it's just been cancelled. Like they've not been made champions, and I was just l- l- double checking it on Google to see if there's an update on it. <laughs> the Daily Record. You type in Cohen and Rangers and uh, the Daily Record man. The top story for five hours ago. Buffs legend Jerry Pelini says club can map out bright future. I'm buzzing with that. Ah, oh, Jerry. It's <laughs> <laughs> the papers, man. <laughs> Jerry's, Jerry's in the papers. This Jerry's week, in the paper today, man. Yeah, mate. I swear to God, man. See if we keep this podcast going, man. There's going to come a season where the buffs approach you for like director of football or something, don't man. <laughs> I mean, with Jerry as the manager. <laughs> <laughs> the dream team, man. Like John Barnes and Kenny Dow, man. Mate, that's exactly Grado what I'm and Jerry Doing <laughs> the know. first press conference for a pub in Stevenson, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, for fucking vanilla juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be oh, brilliant, man. Uh, on, on the big question this week, we ask, what is... That one thing your mate or someone that sits in the stands near you shouts at every game. And our big guest this week is a midfield maestro who'd played for 10 different Scottish clubs, but is mostly known for his spells at Dundee and Partick Thistle. It is none other than Gary Harkins. Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. This is Football Daft, we're feeling good, we're feeling groovy, it is Friday and it's podcast time and it's time to talk to G4 Claims. And on the line now, we have none other than from G4 Claims HQ, it's Nicole, Nicole, how are we diddling? I'm good, thanks, how are you? Oh, groovy! Well, doing groovy, well, we're all groovy here. Spot on, we're on top, we're on, we're on the ball today, but we want to know more about G4 what, Claims. What about groovy claims? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he stands for? Groovy for claims, man. Groovy for claims. I'm trademarking that. So, guys, if you're involved in any sort of accident, phone G4 claims first. We can help you from the roadside. Now, why would you contact your own insurance? Don't think for a minute you can't be helped and you need to contact your own insurance we can help you and if we can't we'll put you in the right direction don't accept liability for an accident if you're not sure phone us first and let us help you so we can provide you with a like-for-like replacement car we can get your car either if it's written off we'll get you the value back for your car and we'll make sure that it's a a good value and you're covering all your finance and everything we don't want you to be ever out of pocket if your car is going to be repairable 
we'll get it put into one of our approved body shops or you and a body shop of your choice, whatever you whatever you want to do with your cat, because it's your cat, it's your choice. We'll make sure that all of that's looked after. If you've suffered any sort of personal injury from the accident, we can help you with that as well. And everything we do for you is totally free of charge. Yes, I say it again, it is free of charge. We build everything to the at fault insurance. So Guess what, guys? If you're involved in any sort of accident, and by the way, we're getting calls, so I know you are listening, and I love saying it every week. G4 claims, not F4 claims. Maybe. Groovy. <laughs> Football daft open line. It is the open line where anything goes. Should we talk about She Logan heading to Hearts? Um, maybe you want to talk about the suspension of the five Rangers players for the COVID breaches, or should we just talk about your favourite Tina Turner song with Tina Toll? Up to you. You can do what you want. Uh, as usual, we've got a panel of football experts: uh, Stephen Kevins, Graham Goody, and of course Chris Delahunt. And let's go on to our first call on the open line today, and it is Gav. What's your question, Gav? Uh, my my question. It's it's been a fortnight now since the Glen Kamara incident. Yeah. Uh, how do we keep this in in the spotlight so that this doesn't happen again? Whether it be at a European level, a domestic level, how do we stop everything that's happened? from having no effect. The last year, uh, Black Lives Matter has been very prominent in football. Uh, the racial inequality is something that we're, we're dealing with in a, our day-to-day lives. Uh, we know we can see it. And we need to make sure that what happened to Glen Kamara and the aftermath, the anger that was felt from I would dare say the, the full of Scottish football, the support mm-hmm. that, that had come across, everything from Motherwell and Dundee United taking a stand to, to seeing Scott Brown going speaking to him before the Old Firm game was massive for me as well. Mm-hmm. As a Rangers fan, I've not exactly got a lot of respect for Scott Brown, but that was that was massive. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- things like that need to be highlighting what's happening. We need to highlight what's happening in the... The, the bit that was hard for me was the, the Goldson interview. Aye, that uh, was heartbreaking. Aye. It was, it was, that was, it was heartbreaking. I mean, surely it comes down to uh, making sure this guy's punished severely and no, and no let it go under the radar. Aye, there needs to be... There needs to be president... Uh, president said... There needs to be... There needs to be examples made, but the problem... You've got obviously like me, Grado and Toll having to get answers of how we get rid of this. I wouldn't be fucking sitting here with we would I mean, but it's first and foremost, the guy needs to come out and admit what he's done. Slavia Prague need to come out and they need to hammer him, but it doesn't seem to be going that way. It Boop. seems to be they've just released another statement and again that they're, they're, they're painting this player to be the victim now. Exactly, mate. Exactly. Now- so that that's your prop that's your problem right away where the club, I mean, you seen one of his teammates staring at him, the stare he gave him. It was like a death stare he gave him when he knew what he'd done. And you're gone. The club can't even come out and fucking deal it's with it. Stevie, so, it's not just that. He played for 
Slovakia or, or whoever it is that he plays for him. Czech he played, Czech Republic. He, he played for the Czech Republic, you know, and do you see Bill get in for the trial? So I don't, the thing is, I don't know, Gavin, I don't know where it ends, I don't know how you end it. I just, what I do know is, like, Slavia should be making an example of this guy. They should be, he should be getting see, fucking book flung at him, but it doesn't look like it's gone that way. So I don't know how you fix these problems in society, that, man. Yeah, but the greatest will in the world, it's, a, it's an Eastern European side, eh? Right? You know, the... That, like, over over there, and especially it's it's very prevalent in Russia and places like that as well, where it's you know the fans kind of run the show. I know you seen the fans with the banner, the big exactly, banner. Exactly, exactly. The, the fans kind of run the show, and their their president came out and said, "I that 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 banner's an embarrassment to the club and all that." I'll guarantee you that guy won't be there next season. But the, the other part of that as well, Tool, is that they they had the all the chanting at Nelson Semedo at Barcelona and at Lukaku. Right. And then made Lu- then we're wanting an apology for Lukaku for being racially abused. Aye, that's exactly. They, they, I know. They've got then, a wait a minute, and was that, what was it? Was it Mo- Moise Keane? Yeah, he played for Juventus, aye, and, aye, and aye. he he actually had to leave Italian football because of yeah. how bad the racial the racial abuse he was getting was, and that was for his own his own punters as well, his own fans. Yeah, you know what I mean. See when I, see when I think back to it, when I think back, I really do. I wish your players just walked off the pitch that night. No, when you think about it in hindsight, I, I mean, I, but obviously, you, you, you I was can't the really... at the time. There's, there's two minutes left in the game and all. Aye. Aye, I know, but see, the thing is, it's... if you walk off the park, you risk getting a European ban. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, but... what, that's what you need to think about. Rangers as a club just now need European football. We know that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, need the, the... but I think something like that, I know you're right, Tog, you do risk a European ban there, but something massive like that does need to happen at some point to put Aye. an end to this because you can't right UEFA I don't Nady Nady seems to be dealing with it right Nady seems to even players taking the knee now that's meaning nothing players on the whack taking the knee now it's just a gesture you need more than token gestures something Aye. needs no, to wait, do you know where it needs to happen it needs to happen at an international tournament a Euros or a World Cup see yeah. for a team to walk off during Aye. that and by the way not just a not just a fucking a, a wee team like a Hungary or a Finland or something like that. They need a Spain or, or a, an England or, or... A, aye, exactly mm. an England or, or one of these teams. They need one of them to walk off like a Brazil or something like that. You know but what I mean? See the hate I've got for this club when they and again how they're al- allowed to release these statements after statements and they're talking about again about Kamara punching them in the tunnel. And they've, they've basically said that he, you know he called him a guy. Right, that's hey. right. So why would why would Glenn Kamara want to fucking hey. butter a guy? It's just plus, plus why would why would you cover your mouth mm-hmm. to say you that? Know what I mean? So who, who yeah. the, how can they? Surely to God, the full world is looking at them and seeing that they're digging. They're sorry, they're digging a hole, digging hey. it bigger and bigger and bigger, and it needs to uh, something needs to be done right away, man. You know what it is? It's as if they're just flinging shit at the wall and hoping something sticks. See if they, oh, see if they exactly. turned around and made an example of this guy and. You know, mm-hmm. done what they need to the day, and 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 basically, that's, that's the start, mate. That's the first thing that needs to happen with some so, an example needs to get made of someone who is committing these race crimes. Something need, needs to happen. Does it need to be tougher sanctions that are put in place by Aye. all the where the, bodies? It, where the, like, the player needs to get hammered. The, the 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 players' club needs to get hammered, even though it's not the yeah. club's fault. Aye. But the, there needs to be rules where 
it goes bigger because stuff's gestures and that it's getting near. Well, do you know what they do? It, they do it. They do it with the fans. See when it comes to like fireworks and shit like that, Aye, and ban- exactly. banners in the crowd, yeah. the club gets fined. Right, yeah. exactly, mate. And then exactly. the club comes out and goes, "Ah, see if you fucking do that again, these are banned for, for life." There needs right, to be exactly. more policing of the. You know that's on the pitch as well. I think it goes to the stands as well. However, there needs to be more policing. Plans need to be policing each other. If you hear a shout at the football, because we've all heard it, we've all been. I, I, do you know what I've heard that I heard it once at Celtic Park. See the guy that said it, he got a fucking bat in the mouth off somebody. Uh, good. And it, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's a, that's the God's honest truth. It was Celtic versus Wraith Rovers. Somebody said something about Tony Rougier, and the guy that was sitting in front of him turned around and punched him right in the fucking mouth. Good. Wow. Really. Good. Swift justice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just a shame you ever haven't got anything like that. Exactly, mate. Yeah. Uh, imagine, imagine that, but imagine you if I had a guy in each, each row that punched somebody for saying something bad. <laughs> just, just turn around and hook Cadell in the face. That's it. I didn't need to wait for a week for Gareth Bale to elbow him. Brilliant. Well, Gavin, really important point raised, and thank you very well done, much mate. for coming on the open. Thank you, Gavin. That was lovely. That was that kind of debate there. Thanks very much oh, for that. Let's move on, on to the next call on the open line, and let's get <laughs> on it. Chris O'Brien. Chris O'Brien. That sounds like a Celtic big, big Rangers fan. Is he a Rangers fan? Oh, <laughs> no. How you doing, Chris? I'm all right, right. How's it going, Chris, mate? You all right? I'm good. How are you? What are you saying good, to today, mate? Yeah, man. Is that not the same guy as the last caller? With a hat on, but... <laughs> they look similar, they look <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chris, you're too far, <laughs> What do you want to say this week, mate? Uh, well, it's a bit of a long-winded one, so it's a question for um, off worries if she's what to answer. So, a few years ago, I, I stayed in a wee place called Gorebridge in Midlow there, and a few years ago, I was walking on the street, and I seen this boy walking about with a sky jacket on, and he was going in door-to-door selling stuff, and, I, and the closer I got, I'm lacking his face. It turned out that it was actually Graham Smith, ex-Rangers and Motherwell goalkeeper, oh, selling yeah. sky door I know, Smitty. I'm, I'm pally with Smitty. And He's he, playing your fellow's pub, didn't he? Uh, he actually did great. He was <laughs> by, see, see the night that you see the night that you got into the UEFA Cup final. Did they uh, buy Johannes a sweeties to cheer you up? <laughs> no, mate. He came in and I bought him a bottle of champagne because his team had managed to get into the UEFA Cup final. But, it's oh, so oh, funny seeing you doing that, man. Pure sitting there. There you go, Smitty, my man. There you go, That's hey, funny. Let, let, let Chris tell his story, too. Aye, sorry. Aye, so um, I mean, he was sound like he stood and talked to me for ages, and he was talking to the kids and all the rest of it. But my question is. What's the weirdest place you've ever bumped into any footballer, past or present? That's a great question. I've got, I've got, I've got a top on, man. That's a great question. Oh, right. I've, I've got a few. The, f- the first one that, that jumps out for me was um, in, the, in my job that I work in, my, my shoot job, as is, we is call it. Um, <laughs> I was going up, up the lift, right? And I got to the fucking top four, and there was removal men taking stuff out and the removal man turned around and it was fucking Chick Charmley. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you know what? I had I had one just the other week there. So I work in, on my shoot job. I work on um, quite one breakfast show and I phoned up this guy. We do the 5K minute and this boy had entered the 5K minute and I'm, I'm you know, we phoned him back, you know, to get them on the radio the next day and the name said Andy Rogers. I'm like, and it, then it said Falkirk next to it. And I went, I can't it be the same Andy Rogers that played for Falkirk? So I'm on the phone and I'm saying, all right, mate, you come on the radio tomorrow. Great. Getting all his details. 
And I said, he didn't ha- happen to play for Falkirk, did he? He says, I did actually, aye, aye. So it was Andy Rogers, the ex-pro footballer. And he won five, he won five grand because John gave him the answers. <laughs> <laughs> but there you, there you go. So that, that was uh, that was my one for a couple of weeks ago. I, I remember years ago, me and Nicola, when we first got together, we went to Lanzarote, and my mom and dad and my wee brother was just born at the time. They were in a different part, and they were letting play a blanca. Me and Nicola were in Costa de Keys and went through to meet them. And they says, meet us down the stair in the hotel at the wee cafe bit next to the pool. And we sat down, and I went to the bar to get a couple of drinks. And there was a guy standing next to me, and I recognised him, but I didn't know, I couldn't quite picture who it was. And he was sitting at the table next to us, and he came down to my dad went, that's Robbie Errol. <laughs> <laughs> just random, uh, into Robbie Errol and Lanzarote. Do you know what I mean? Just weird. Mine's just not that good. Mine was at Brayhead Shopping Centre years ago. I seen a guy sitting himself outside the shops, and I just sat next to him. I was like, do you know play football? <laughs> <laughs> like, Did you enjoy football growing up? <laughs> I was like, you know a football player? And he went, aye, man, kind of. I was like, who'd you play for? He's like, I think he was playing with St. Mern at the time, maybe, St. Mern. I was like, aye. I was like, did you not play for Rangers or not when you were a boy? He's like, aye. It was Stephen, Stephen Dobie. Was so... Oh, was it? Aye, Stephen oh. Dobie. Ah, you, <laughs> told, you told him that story when he was on the podcast, Grado. I'm sure I mentioned that to him, did we not? Aye, you said that to him when he was oh, on the podcast. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> and, then of course, aye yeah. and then, of course... Well, Grado's like, pure re- recycling his content. Like. I know, mate, because I didn't know. <laughs> oh, Stevie, All right, then, it was fucking Stephen Hughes. Like, <laughs> I thought you were going to go like uh, it was Diego Maradona <laughs> I, know, I, know, I, know. I tell you what that's such a good question Chris we're going to make that the big question that's great uh, next uh, week. that's a good one strangest place you've met a footballer that's an absolute cracker and then, and then Gado's going to say he was at Silverburn man and bumped into <laughs> bloody Jockey Scott sitting outside Fabrizio <laughs> 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 Ravinelli sleeping on a couch <laughs> Superb, bro. Thank you. Cheers, Chris. Cheers, Chris. Cheers, mate. All right. <laughs> and now let's welcome a special guest for, on the open line uh, for our third call today. He's the broader assistant manager. They've just won the league title after three games, and he's been giving it tight to you and Cameron on the social media. It is Craig Campbell. How are we doing, everyone? How are you doing, mate? Good, you? Oh, good. Hey, congratulations, by the way. What on? Well, there is a few things, isn't there? There's the... <laughs> what, 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 what are we picking? We like, we like the well, hearts get bait, yeah, and we like uh, the, the heat that he's... Uh, the, the, the shit that he's gained you and Callum on the wireless. Uh, and... I would say... I would... also won the league and all. Oh, would, that's uh, it. Aye, there's three. That's it. First first team to win the win the league after uh, only three games. <laughs> so, so Cammy, when you look back to the start, I mean, it's been a long season. How's the journey been? I've been a, been a tough season, what work we've been. <laughs> <laughs> no, but mate, honestly, I've been loving the absolute shite house that you've been putting towards you and Cameron. It's been brilliant. Has he, has he said anything back? Has he been replying to you? I met he, he, he messaged me saying uh, uh, he's waiting for his time. So he says, uh, if we get beat by Stranoir on, on Saturday, he'll have a video uh, posted online before I uh, manage to get into the changing rooms after the game. Uh, but see the thing is, Cammy, that doesn't put hearts into the next round, so tell him just to shut the fuck up. You're absolutely right there, mate. I'm I'm happy with that, you know what I mean? We've 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 pumped his team, that's good enough for me. I mean, what a result that was. What was that like? Because I think what was it did you, was it two one, wasn't it? I mean, um, two one was so, where did you score the second goal in the 70th minute or something like that? 
yeah, they we went one up in the first half, and then uh, they equalised with about uh, twenty minutes to go or something no. like that. And then we thought the boys were looking dead in their legs, and we thought, oh, oh no, uphill task now. But no, we, we went up the park and actually scored again uh, a few minutes after they equalised. So it was brilliant. These must have been gone absolute bushwies, no? I was it was phenomenal in the changing rooms, and it was pretty wild. And then everyone was running about asking, "Where's the bevy?" Where did you, did you, did you, <laughs> at any at any point did you get wrecked and slide across the flare on your on your stomach? Mate, I was actually contemplating it, <laughs> but I never quite got that far. I left that with Stevie G. You know what I mean? <laughs> I suppose. I suppose leave it, leave that, it for the wee angels. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I suppose it is a bit of a gutter, but with old COVID and that, because I can imagine a result like that. In, a, in normal circumstances, you would have probably appeared it for days in each other's houses, and uh, that's ah. what the boys, all the boys were talking about it. And uh, obviously, it was a Tuesday night as well, so most of the boys were working on Wednesday. Aye, so it was absolute gutter. So uh, hopefully, we can beat Stranar this weekend, and then we'll make up for it. But that must be some sport, is it? No, Stranar to Fibrona. What is I'll, that? Be, uh, I'll take them. I would say a good six hours. I would imagine. So Aye. thank fuck, thank fuck, we're not heading down there. <laughs> <laughs> But I the thing with the stuff with you and Callum, man, he he, I saw him tweet it and going like, "This guy's obsessed with me." But deep down, you know, he loves all that. No, I that's uh, what I was going to say. Piers Morgan, you know what I mean? Aye. You uh, he's, he's, now he's, I'm getting pound shop, Piers Morgan. he was. Uh, he's happy enough to give it out, so I thought he could take a wee bit. You're right. You're right. You're Good right, on you, mate. Good on, good on you, good on you. That's brilliant. Well, you, know you, you and Cammy have got something in common. The both of you just tear you into fucking ribbons, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let it go with him either. If we get another win on Saturday, he'll be getting even more, more pelters. Mate, it could be like a, a shot at glory. It could be like Kulnocki, couldn't it? Remember <laughs> Kulnocki, they went all the way. It's uh, a bit like that, isn't it? That's absolutely. It is like that. Win on Saturday and that's the last 16. How's it no? Because I've not got Ali McCoy's playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, Ali McCoy's didn't know. select to the third round in Kirk Did he know? Was it the third or fourth round? I can't remember. That was just, I can't remember. Uh, uh, to be fair, Ali McCoy's big fan of Brora now, too. Aye. There we go, mate. There we go. Get in there. Aye. Super it. Is uh, a three o'clock kickoff for the weekend, mate? Aye, yeah. Uh, mate, I'm going to be yeah. keeping tabs on that, honestly. Aye. I really hope you just go through, man. I really do. Definitely Tune in, pay-per- pay-per-view, you know what I mean? 12 quid, value for money. I bought we'll get it in fire stick. Brilliant. Cammy, brilliant, mate. Thanks for coming on, mate. I really appreciate it, bud. No bother, thank you. Thanks, All, the best, mate. Cheers. Cheers. All the best, All the best, boys. Morning, brother. Football dafts. Big question. Right, boys. When we take it back to the football, hopefully it's soon, right? But remember the days when we did go to football, right? And it was always that one person who, without fail, every match said the same thing, whether it's your mate or some stranger that sat near you for years. We all know what to expect each week from him. So this week, we wanted to know who that guy is and what did they shout. Gredo, I mean, you always get like fucking hospitality and that. There's not much shouting going on your bits, I mean? So, Tom, I'll come to you, mate. So, Stevie, uh, there was a guy that sat behind me all the time at Celtic Park and he would shout, there's far too much football getting played here. Ah, it's a fucking classic, honestly. And honest to God, man, it was as if we could be winning 4-0 playing the sexiest football you've seen in your life and 
I think he, I think he done it to try and get himself over Gredo. Ah, uh, I know what you mean. Mate, there was loads of guys in junior the junior games that would always do that. Let's say that's playing fit my shite and get up the park. Get up the park. I get up the park. That's tippy tappy. That's tippy tappy's knee. Yes. Even she when I used to I used to go and follow my mate as you know East Stirling, right? And she when they would come to Court Bridge to play Albion Rovers, they used to point at the Albion Rovers stand and just sing. Self assembly, self assembly, <laughs> self assembly from the chart. Just pointing at the fucking Albion. If you've ever seen the Albion overstand, you'll know exactly why they fucking done it, man. There was also, you know, I always going about the guy we don't want five, we want six. When the I love played. that. But he also used to shout, it was, you know, one of the ones where it was also dead quiet. Come on, ye buffs. <laughs> Come on, ye buffs. <laughs> One of the ones on no cunt would join in. So great what was this hospitality like at Buffs Park? <laughs> Funnily enough, I did manage to do hospitality at one of the last ever games. You're laughing, man, it was brilliant. There was like chicken wings and all that and that, but see see when you're going to like watch a game, did he just like put like wee cones on you? That's no, like... it's there was a wee, <laughs> a wee what do you call the portable? The, the, po- the Polish the Polish fucking tape. <laughs> Who's going to take? Who's going to take? Never mind the tape. Just get the cones. Get the cones. This is for Google. With four cones, with Polish tape running it, hold my chicken wing. I know it's not football, but you were saying on the group chat about uh, when you were playing golf, there was there was one guy who just kept saying the same thing over and over. God, you get going. Hey, come on, Guerrero. Every time I had, I was about to take a oh, I love hey, this. Come on, Guerrero. Come on, Guerrero. Get in the dance floor, Guerrero. Get in the dance floor. This one's going to the dance floor. Hey, come on, Guerrero boy. Get in the dance floor. That's it. This one's in the dance floor. Oh, well, it's funny you say that about golf and all. I know we're talking about football, right? But see, golf, even if you're watching it in the telly, and somebody hits a shot and it's going on to the green. All you hear is one person in the crowd, get in the hole! Aye, <laughs> always, person, man. Man. Aye. always. And then I also see the group chat and all about my mate that every time he's watching boxing, because he'd done boxing training when he was young, so he thinks oh. he's like a pro. We're watching like Ricky Hatton. One, two job, Ricky. That's it. One, two job. Uh. One, two job. Go on, one, two job. <laughs> See if number three is a jab, what is one and two? I know. I know. One Ricky, one two jab. One one two jab, Ricky, one two jab. It's like you'd always get the hang like Nicholas Ferrer if something's happening, watching the box or something. It's like they start getting aggressive telling you, like you're saying they're like, what one two jab, what you had to do there? One two one fucking I Stephen, can you see this? Look, fucking one, two, I'm but telling you. The amount of money, the amount of money he's getting paid, and I can tell uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you know what I liked? I liked John, you were telling us in the group chat about your pal that was shouting. What was he was saying? Oh, he's he's to... like, my mate, and I'm way out of him because he listens to this show, uh, Ross Wayne, who watched the football for 20 odd years or whatever. And the one thing he always shouts is, push out! Push out! <laughs> Every single game without. Don't his, his, his wife must have loved having him in the fucking in the delivery, the delivery room. It's like a guy, there's a guy who used to sit behind me when I had my first fucking years ago in the broomie. Every time, without doubt, no matter who's got the ball, ping it! Ping it! <laughs> and you're like, what's wrong with just passing it? 
Why you always go to ping it and it's all, it's dead aggressive? Fucking ping it! Ping it! We've all, we've all had one person that sits next to us as well that shouts, switch it. No matter, oh. no matter what. All the time. Big switches on! Big switches on, Tav! Or anybody, whoever's got the ball in the middle of the park, wait! 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 Or you always get, you get the ball in one! In one! In one! What are you screaming for it? He's screaming for it! Fuck's sake, Tav! Big switch! <laughs> oh god well let's get to some let's of the listeners guys the listeners yeah right Keith Richardson's got in touch uh, guy behind the eyebrows used to always shout get in he had a mad fit one day and shouted get in about 10 times in a row the Egypt was gone mentally after the game the night we beat Palmer 2 and all shouting and bawling that we should have beat them by mare <laughs> a mad fit a mad fat. Get in, get in, get Martin, in! <laughs> Martin Sheffield says, Guy a few rows behind me at Celtic Park always shouts at the other team's keeper. No wonder your wife nicks about you, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Grant, he says, Any game in Australia, there's always one wag in every stadium who, after the final whistle was blown in the first minute, shouts, He's been doing it all game, ref. Shut the fuck up, dude. I stopped being funny 10 years ago. What? It's not being funny. <laughs> it's not being funny. <laughs> <laughs> Gredo, thanks for thanks for. Aye. That's accurate. Aye, uh, Ian, Ian, thank you for that. Uh, Gavin has got in touch also. Uh, only one has to be the guy that shouts, "Come on, the wheel, everything." The wheel, mate. <laughs> no, I know, but I was trying to say it like your guy. Okay, what is he saying? Come on, you Come on, you I mean, you're saying the I wheel. No, I know I was trying to impersonate that guy that you That's were not saying. That's not like mate. That's not like I know, mate. Sorry, oh, I don't want fucking, I know. Come on the wheel, every game constant. Or the guy that shouts, give him a kiss, ref. Oh, for fuck's Thanks for that, Gavin. <laughs> Barry says, boy beside me at Petodre used to make a noise with his mouth to sound like a vuvuzela after they were used to the little car in South Africa. He'd done it non-stop. He really thought he was good as a boy from Police Academy. <laughs> <laughs> Scott says it wasn't a shout, but the guy that sat near my mate at Ibrooks used to use his fingers as a gun to shoot the away fans. Best bit was when he stopped to reload. That's funny. That's funny. That's quite good. That's good. That's good. And I know that reminds me. And I know you, this is a podcast you can't see, but do you ever remember we guys at the football would always do this? Let's see, they're going to do the wanker sign, but do that. Put the middle finger and go at it. Do the middle finger and the wank. What is that? Aye. It was a pure <laughs> fucking double dunter and insult, man. You're getting called a wanker and he's giving you the vicky at the same time. But Graham's got in touch as well, says, the lassie next to me constantly shouts, let's go Bears at Ibrooks. Oh, that's quite cute. Ah, that's nice. Alan Muir says, at times I'd go, I'd go with my mates to Ibrooks when his brother couldn't make it. There was an old deer that sat behind us in the main stand who used to constantly shout at players, yeah, great, Colin. <laughs> we, we were about ten, and we'd find it hilarious. I think that's broke. I love that. Yeah, great, Galoot. I love that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Galoot. I love that. Right, David says the guy a few seats along from me at Celtic Park shouts, "Tell him <laughs> every single, every single time a player misses a shot, don't pass." It was funny the first time. Here we are, twelve seasons later. Tell him. Yeah. If he was fucking saying it this season, he had 18 left, man. Miko <laughs> <laughs> uh, has got in touch. Non-football related, but the guy behind me at Parkhead used to constantly shout, he hates his wife. 
Tahira Weiss! By the way, I think it was me that sat behind him at Parkett. Okay, well, man. <laughs> Football Daft with G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. It's the player profile playoff with PiSports.com. Try and say that after a couple of drinks. Uh, obviously, Scottish football fans love the pies. We eat over a million a year. And we can bring you the real taste of Scottish football right to your home with PiSports.com. Get one of their amazing patches. They've got some brilliant pies up there. Gradle, what's your favourite pie from PiSports.com? Right now, I'm loving the chicken curry. Superb. They're all really, really that good. Is that the Mr but... Sings one? Mr. Sings, uh, that's right. Oh, oh party dynamite, your mouth. dynamite. Oh, so superb. Explosion of happiness. Well, there you go. And <laughs> you can have them delivered to your door. Just head to their website, piesports.com. They do have free of charge for a lot of postcodes across uh, Scotland. You'll get them on a Friday or Saturday for the games, which is great news. Um, or you can call their hotline uh, 0141 739 9999. 0141 739 9999. So every week on Football Daft, we like to try and give away a package of pies uh, to one of the listeners. But this week, it's a bit of podcast wars as we welcome to Football Daft Stevie from Four Lads Had a Dream. How you doing, Stevie? How you doing, John? All right. We get enough hassle about being a Rangers podcast and then you bring on another fucking Rangers podcast. I don't think we take it. Do you know what? It's one of the ones told. Nina the Sterling boys like a kimono. No, by, the, do, by the way, do you blame us this fucking season? <laughs> <laughs> this is very true. Well, I tell you what, till we'll, we'll reach out to 20 Minute Tims next week uh, and see if we can get one. <laughs> yeah, Just leave him. Leave him, John. Just leave him. Just leave him. <laughs> uh, so, Stevie, uh, thanks for coming on. We're going to play the game, and I don't know if you've heard it before. I'll explain the rules. Basically, we're going to go back to a season in Scottish football. I'm going to read out a description of a player. If you know the player, you simply buzz him with your allocated buzzer, which we'll get from you in a minute. Um, but if you do buzz in, you can't continue, okay? And the other, you hand the, the control of the game over to our player. First to two wins, okay? Uh, so this week, boys, we are heading back to the 04-05 season. Any thoughts and memories of that? 04, was that maybe Novo Rangers won the Rangers league? For Rangers, Rangers. in that season. A helicopter changed direction. Correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember it. Yeah. Why is it on your foot, Paul? Tell you about it. Aye, sorry. Uh, it was Scottish Cup win for Celtic, and Rangers won the double that year with the League Cup and the Premier League. And of course, Falkirk won um, the First Division that year. Nobody cares, John. Nobody cares. Oh, just throw that one in. Did you get promotion, John? We did get promotion in that season. Was, your, was, your, was your stadium big enough, John? Third time we're trying. Was your gazebo big enough? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, listen, let's get to the players then. And t- t- since you've been cheeky toe about the Bairns, you can play, do you know what, we're setting up an old firm Fuck derby off, here, and you can play Stevie, all right? Fuck off. No, I love a good old firm. He looks as if he knows what he's talking about. I don't want anything to do with us. He looks like an hospital. <laughs> Mate, I'm, I'm just here because somebody said something about pies. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay then. So we're going to get your first player. First of all, I need your buzzer, Stevie. What's your buzzer going to be? Oof. Um, can I just shout 55? Is you that right? I don't want to upset you. Yeah, it's fucking original, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so what you, what's your original buzzer going to be this week? Uh, 56. 
<laughs> okay then, right, first playwright boys, ready? This is quite easy, I think he's a wee click off the mark here. This was the debut season for this Croatian striker in Scottish 56. football. 55. Oh. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not! It's not! <laughs> <laughs> I think I've already said his name. Do you want me to continue? Aye. I've said his name, Bob, Right. On you, on you go, Stevie. On you go. The one and only Dado Purcell. Dado Purcell. Oh, you bastard! <laughs> yeah, I just—he goes. Ah, you get any memories of two thousand four five? And I went Dado Purcell. That's an oval. Wait a minute. Yelovic wasn't even Croatian, was he? Was he? <laughs> I yeah, was Croatian. Yeah, two thousand and ten. I don't think. Right, Toe. You need this one to stay in the game. Boy, Stevie, boy. This could be a whitewash here. Right, here we go. This striker signed for Inverness Cali after joining in November as player manager. 56. Chris Toe. I fucked it. I've died. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Give me a second. I signed in as player manager. You should have got... 10 seconds, by the way. John, John Robertson. I don't know. No, nah, I'll continue with the clue, Stevie. Uh, this was to be his first spell at the club after John Robertson left for Hearts and oh, he went yeah. on to score 10 goals and 31 appearances before leaving to manage at Dundee United. Oh, no. Stevie? Uh, I don't know. Oh! I think I've got it. Do right. you go to it, Toe? Because I think I might have it, but I could be close. Hey, don't no, give them an answer. Is it Christy? No. No. Stevie, ah, you bastard. Stevie Mm. I can't nah. believe he's no nah. Craig Brewster. Oh, oh Big Brewster. Big Brewster. Right, okay. Craig right, right. would have been too old in 2004 yeah. five to still be a player manager, wouldn't you? here's the next one then, boys. Tougher one, this one. This is to be this player's second spell at the Pars after returning from Bradford. Although he played most of his career as a centre half, David Hay played him up front and went on. He went on that season to be Dunfermline's top scorer, even fifty-five hat trick. Stevie, I'm going to. It's a guess. The boy's name Andy Dow. Andy, oh, you're so close! But I can't give you. It. I can't uh, give you. It. Uh, Fifty-six. Chris Toll. Alan Go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll continue because I've only got one more clue left, right? <laughs> I'll continue with the clue, see if you get it. Uh, he scored a hat-trick against Dundee in this season. Uh, he made the 300 league appearance for the Pars on, in 2005 against Livingston and after his testimonial year in 2006-2007 was released. Was he in a shot no, at Glory? No ideas. No, I've got no idea who that is. Was he in a shot at Glory? I don't think he was, Greg. Do I nah. know who you're thinking about? Nah, but, no, it's not No him. ideas, Stephen? That. Nah. No, Andy Todd. Ah, he was! That's that's Andy Todd! That was Andy, was that, that was Andy Smith, wasn't it? No. No, it was Andy Todd with the blonde hair and the big nose. Oh, that's no, 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 no. That's Andy Smith, I've been calling him Andy Todd for years, so... <laughs> right, okay. This for the win, Stephen, because I've got no more clues left after this. <laughs> useless <laughs> Chris Toe, hang your head in shame. Right, okay, you'll get this one. Get in quick, Stevie. Uh, with 49 caps for Brazil, this player arrived at Celtic. 56. Janinho. Oh, it is Janinho. Right. right, what? It's a draw, right? But right, you can have the pies. <laughs> do you want to put... I'll go to a different season for a sudden... Uh, I did that. I go for it. Right, go for right. it. Let me bring up uh, another season 
of players here and we'll go to a playoff. <coughs> All right. Okay, let's go. Dirt. Right, 2013-2014, he's ready. Say, you're not getting any for the 80s, John. <laughs> I've, uh, I've, I've blanked out all these years. So have I. <laughs> I, I was nothing, like, nothing existed from 2011 to 16. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, sudden death playoff then. Uh, first in with this answer, you should get this one. This player started his career at Hutchinson Vale before joining Hart's youth programme. After struggling with injuries, he was released by Hearts in 2012, uh, and after a impressive season back at Hutchie Vale, he signed for Hibs in 2015. Oh. <laughs> this player made his debut senior appearance at Hibs in the Premiership against Inverness Cali, and he scored his first goal, career goal. It's uh, Hibs won Hamilton 2-0. I've got this! He won the SPFL Young Player of the Month for September 2014 after his goals helped Hibs to beat Rangers in Glasgow. Can I give them a clue? No, you can't give them a clue, Grado. 56. Chris. I'm just Gary O'Connor. No, you're out. You're out. I'll continue with the clue. It should be shooting for you now, Stevie. Uh, he became the first Hibs scoring four consecutive Edinburgh Dark for 42 years after scoring the winner against Hearts in a Scottish Cup fourth round replay. Uh, he missed a penalty kick with the Paneka attempting the Scottish Cup semi oh, final. Oh, come on! Come on, man! Which ended goalless, uh, although he later scored the winning kick in the penalty shootout. I know uh, who that is now. He went on to have a career at Rangers, Stevie. He played he beat me. for Shrewsbury. At him, him training centre. Now at Dundee. He wrestled Grado in the house. <laughs> Stevie, who is it? Jason Cummins. Well <laughs> Jesus, well played. played. Do you know, I got that right away for the Hearts, Hutchieville Hibs. Yeah. I, I remember and, that. Know, I, I didn't know he had been at Hearts. Uh, Every day's a school day. Well, there you well, go. Stevie, Stevie boy. Congratulations. Well done, mate. Well played. How, it's funny. Do you know how it's funny like, when you're not playing and you know it and you're sitting there going, I know it. As I said, I'm, I'm terrible at these things. I like to think that I'm good, but absolutely uh, not. See, but normally, you know, I'm, I'm, what I'm finding out is I've not paid attention to football for the last 10 years. <laughs> well, Stevie, congratulations. You have won the pies this week, sir. Well done. Hey. Well played, Stevie. Four lads in a dream, had a dream of beating us, Chris. They're beating football daft. Do you know what? Four lads can have a pie now. <laughs> Welcome back to Football Daft Guys, did you see that um, thing on Twitter with, with Tiny Temper Who is apparently going to be releasing a Rangers song Now, he's muckered up with Balligan, it seems And I don't think people quite believed it However, uh, Tiny was on his um, was on the train the other day And he taken a wee video for Instagram story And as a wee Clip it. Did see listening. this? I did see this. Right, okay. Sorry. So he, so here's, here's a wee snippet of the song. How good is that going to be, man? Right. I thought you were. I thought he was going to do a remix of Derry's Walls. Right. It's talking about Stevie in that song, I think. Was it all four lads had a dream? Stevie is Aye. a dream. <laughs> so, Tiny Temper is doing a song with Balligan. <laughs> no, 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 he's no. not doing the song with Balligan, he's just muckled up with Balligan. 
And, and that, is like, can you that song has came about. It's like, it's like Stevie and Michelle McManus. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Michelle McManus was muckered up to me, so I got a, I got a, a wee fucking gig at the pavilion. You know what I mean? Hey, all right, Charlie <laughs> Nicholas. <laughs> Beefy's got him there, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm getting used to the Vicky right now. What's well, the connection between Tiny Temper and Rangers then? John, what are you not getting here? Bal- I don't understand why Tiny Temper's doing a song about Rangers. Because, Bal- because his pal's Bal- really on Balligan. Right, okay. Who okay. has been at other clubs down south where they could have met up with him and been at nightclubs and all that? Um, I always thought Tiny Temper was American. There you go. Written in the stars. Yeah, there we go. Oh, I look forward to that. You sure this is not like a wind-up like for April no. 1st? He's doing he's doing a he's doing a, a Dunfermline one and also yes soon. Tripping the cars. <laughs> yes, yes. See, I, I, I think I'm willing if he told her that shit, man. Brilliant, mate. Brilliant. Fucking. It's written in the pals. I tell, the I tell you what, here's a good one then on Twitter. If you're listening to this bit of the show. Give us your uh, songs, Scottish football songs, written in the pars is a good one to start. <laughs> I, that's, that's good, man. This is good, isn't it? Right, cool. <laughs> right, I'm, we're all going to go quiet now, right? But... <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm already thinking. Hoops up can... your head. Bairn to run, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, Bear, nice. Fuji's killing me softly. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. There's your task for next week, Troops. Oh, my God. I, I've got so many going through my head, but I can't get written in the pals with my head. <laughs> it's written in the pars. <laughs> Football daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. Now, let's welcome to Football daft. A midfield magician who has one of the sweetest right foots in the Scottish game. He plied his trade with the likes of Kelly, Patrick Fissel and Dundee. It's one man every Scottish football would love to have had in their team. It's glorious Gary Harkins. Gary, how are we diddling this afternoon? Uh, much better after that intro, I'll tell you. I'm good at that, mate. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning, mate. Hype up, up the guest. That's what you've got today, mate. And but you know what? It's what I've just read there is completely true, man. You've absolutely, yeah, it, it really, ah. really is. Um, it's you, you really are a player. I felt as if you know, even in forums and stuff like that, who would you sign? Rangers, Rangers, and Celtic. A lot of people always used to bounce your name about quite often. Am I right, boys? Right, absolutely. Oh, 100%. Every time I, I see him, just skillful, mate. So, so skillful. Aye. Every time you all right, Bobby's not going to shaggy, man. <laughs> 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 you never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gary, Gary, sorry about that to me. This is nah, sorry, see, when I, see when I was buttering Gary up to try and get him on the show, I, I give him, <laughs> him, him that spiel and all. And it's the truth because do you know what? It, see, do you know that way? It, if if the question was asked, who would you sign outside the Celtic and Rangers for your team? Who would you sign? And a lot of my Rangers supporting pals said Gary Harkins, but mm-hmm. I used to take great fucking pleasure in saying Gary Harkins would never play for you, <laughs> bastards. Never. In a hundred million year. Is that right, Gary? I, I need to go now, mate. Aye, man, I'm off, Cheers, man. thanks a lot, Gary, mate. Cheers. Hey, we'll just I'm do a sing-song, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gary, you've recently, or you've retired, obviously, recently, yeah. You still going to be involved at junior level and stuff? Not at all, no. Um, nah. 
no, um, I've, I've just stopped enjoying it. So, um, much happier having a bit of time with myself at the weekends and heading up the hills with a girlfriend and that. So, I'm, I'm quite happy. Heading up the hills? Nah, I like a wee hill walk. Do you? You climb Goat Fell? Have you climbed Goat Fell? No. You've, been, you've never been to Aaron? No. I've not been to Aaron yet, no. You should try Goat Fell, oh. mate. Uh, Credo's <laughs> Then obviously you, you start dropping the divisions a bit, and it's not as enjoy, especially the type of player I am or was. It's not as enjoyable. Do you know what I mean? I I enjoyed playing at about a higher level, having the ambition to play at a higher level. You've got better, you've got good players around about you. Once I got a bit older, you end up like probably thinking you can do more than the manager as well. So it's, it's um, it just it became a job instead of. Actually, something that I was really enjoying to do, so I, I decided that that was enough for me. But see, do you still that... watch football, no? Do you like I watch, watch it. Aye. 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 Tell me this. Do you still watch it? 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 Have you always liked football for you, brother? Aye. <laughs> well, Cradle just skipped skip that, man. I meant to do that at the start of every show, no. so I thought I'd have something different, man. <laughs> Tell me this one, Gary. Do you still play fives with your mates? Well, since I retired, we've not been able to meet up with your mates. Never mind, play oh, football. That's true. So, Aye, that's true. Do you know, um, do you know, get, do you know get them round the back like that uh, Greg Wilde and get them kick a bit? Greg can he run out his back garden, can he? Not enough room for him. <laughs> Here, see, it's funny when you were talking there about, you know, maybe managers that you came, you were coming across near the end of your career. Was there some managers that you probably had made experiences as, as well? And you and, and I suppose it was probably difficult for you to take their direction and stuff like that. You're thinking behind their back, man. What's he talking about? <laughs> no, it's like, I never really had any inexperienced managers. It's just when, obviously, you've been in a, in a game a long time, you you work out what you think works and what you want to do. And then you go into, like, say, training sessions and games and you're not doing the things that you think you should be doing. So it just kind of annoys you. Do you know what I mean? Right. Uh, especially when you're, if you're not winning or if things aren't going very well, you're thinking this is this is rubbish and it gets you down. I've never been one to, like, try and cause a problem in the dressing room with that. So I'm not, like, you don't bring it up, but it does kind of... Does kind of annoy you. Right. Um, how did you how did you sign for Blackburn? What happened? What was the story behind that? Uh, I was at Celtic Youth when I was younger, uh, and the, the guy John McKenna used to come to the games and watch. And then it obviously come to the time where you're, you're leaving youth and you're going either um, like into like apprentices. So he phoned me, said, "Did I fancy a week trial down at Blackburn?" Uh, went down to Blackburn for a week and just loved it. See, just the difference in facilities and stuff like that that you had down there compared to 
even at Celtic at the time, we were, if you were going in full time, you were jumping on a, a minibus and going to like Glasgow Green or St Aloysius to train. It's not like it is now where they've got Lennox Town. We, when I was at, went to Blackburn, it was like we lived on the training ground. Like you stayed with one of the boys in a room in the training ground that you could use the gym at night. You could use the football pitches. You could. It, it was just a lot. It just seemed so much better to to go and try and get better as a footballer there than what it would be up here. How did that work? Do you see, like you're saying there that you lived on the training ground. Uh, is, that, is that not a bit like? fucking never leaving the office. I mean, you couldn't exactly bring a bird back to the training ground, could you? <laughs> that, that was frowned upon that time anyway, because you were only 16. So they weren't encouraging you to get bring birds back. Um, so, what was Sunnis like, Gary? What about Graham Sunnis? What was he like to work play on? Oh, he, he was brilliant. So that was like the thing. I, I didn't get to see much of them, but I did train with them quite a bit and obviously played with the reserves and stuff when he was there. And you'll know, like when I was at Blackburn, I was basically a hard tackling midfielder who passed the ball. To the, like I was told when I was a, a YTS to pass the ball to the good players. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what I went in to do when I was there. So soonest loved me because I just got about smashing people. Um, <laughs> so at that point, but it was always one that I, I knew that's not how I wanted to play football, and I knew I could kind of do a bit more. So it kind as time went on, it was Ian McCall that actually allowed me to. To go and do that. Right. Did you play with Paul Weaver? Was he doing the Blackburn with you? I did play with Weaves, aye, yeah. He's been doing aye. my way. I know, I know Weaves well, aye. Aye, that's right. Was, you, was it just the two years that were doing? And then obviously was Barry down there as well? Was that the three years aye, Scottish? Well, there, was quite, there was quite a lot of Scottish boys down so, there. Um, we, Ian Black was there at the time. Really? I didn't even know that. Blackie was there, yeah. aye. Um, Alan Morgan, Adam Nelson as well, and our couple, um, Big Kieran Renton. So there was quite a, there was quite a few um, Scottish boys down there at the time. Um, so it was how, a good How good were, what? see when you're down there and you're playing with Barry Ferguson and took guy, how good were they, mate? Like, were you learning so much after they too? Oh, brilliant. Um, like, Fergie, I think, before he got his injury, was running the show week in, week out. Like, he could have went to any of the teams down there with the way he was playing and, and ran the show in midfield. He was brilliant to watch. And uh, mm-hmm. just, just the way he would control games, like... It didn't matter who he was against, he was running the show. Do you know what I mean? It was Aye. It was good to watch. So were you were you at Blackburn when Selic got them in Europe? Yes. You must have had a fucking field day, boy. I was in a Selic end. I know the best part, Gary. I was in the Blackburn end. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. Uh, park, right? And- I, I get quite a few of my pal's tickets, so <laughs> we all were in the Celtic end. Uh, so it was it was awkward when everybody was shouting penis at my gaffer right enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant, man. I have to be sure it started it. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't that stupid or brave. <laughs> I remember that man. Fucking I trust you to bring it up to old Celtic against Blackburn. Man. Yeah, I was that's one of my favourite trips ever going down to Blackburn. It was like a clandestine trip. Had to pick up tickets in a wee pub in the middle of Blackburn off of some guy for the town. I was I was shining myself the whole time. It was brilliant. But see, you were you were, you were talking about um Ian McCall there. What was he like as a manager? You worked with him at Partick Fissel. And I believe uh, you, you also worked at the same time with my very good friend, uh Arbroath captain Ricky Little. Uh, yeah, <laughs> He was a young boy. Uh, yes, he was. And he, he used to tell there, me uh, stories. He used to tell us about you and I'd go, how's, how's, uh, Paul, how's Gary Harkins getting on and all that? It was great. 
Uh, no, he was he was a very quiet wee guy then. Ah, uh, he's still quite quiet. He's still quite uh, quiet. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> you, you like his agent now or something? <laughs> no, he's trying to get my move. Every <laughs> fucking guest that comes on, he somehow tangles the story and Ricky Little. No, uh, you know I'll not be wrangling him a move because he's going to get a testimonial. I bro for the next couple of years. I might be involved in it, so. You'll get involved in it. Aye. I, I'd, I'd probably try to get you along and all, man. That'd be quite good because you were part of his early career, you know? Aye, I'll play on goals. <laughs> but anyway, Aye. Ian McCall. Aye, Ian McCall. Aye, so I, I, played him, I played under McCall at Thistle twice now and then at Air as well. And as I said, when I first went to Thistle, he was the one that moved me for centre-half and centre-mid to be able to play a bit forward and go and express myself and and show what I could do on the football pitch. So I'm, I'm thankful to him for that. Um, so he was great with me um, at the time. So, no, I enjoyed playing under him. Right. All these stories, like he's such a character, didn't you? I'd love to get him on talk to him. So I've always heard these, have you got any funny stories about him, mate? Like any eccentric things my... he done in training? <laughs> about my call? Aye. Aye. Um, oh, not really. One, like, he used to, we used to go to training and we used to train quite near, like a few miles away from Fur Hill at times. And it'd be like, right, training's finished, right, you need to run back. So you'd go up in the minibus and then would just, the coach would take the hang back. And one of the days, it was like, it had been pouring, there was flooding. So as the boys are all running through, obviously you're running through at different times. My call's driving through big puddles and just soaking you and then turning around. <laughs> and trying to soak you again the way back. <laughs> Sounds like fucking Jock Wallace or something, man. Sounds like some heat there, man. That is brilliant. Hey, Gary, look you, look Michelle and Grado have had a bit of fucking criticism about your weight and not working hard enough as a footballer. Um, do you think that maybe held you back in your career a wee bit? What, my weight or the criticism? No, the, the fact that folk had, a, had an opinion about you. Uh, I don't know. I think, like... I think mine came from my time at Kilmarnock. The gaffer at the time used to just take me off at 60 minutes. So people get the people get the perception that you can't play the 90 minutes. Aye. But up Aye. until that point, I'd never had a problem in my life playing 90 minutes. I never had a problem in my life playing 90 minutes then. It was just the manager's decision to take you off. And that's when people think, oh, he must be tired or he's he can't last 90 minutes. Aye. Whereas Aye. I never ever had that issue. It kind of... that. That criticism's always annoyed me because right. I've I've never been a natural athlete. Like I was getting beat off the fat kids at school, like when we were running. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, so I've had to work harder than what most of the players who are all natural and they've been winning their sports days and stuff to be able to keep playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously to do it for twenty years, you kind of do that when you're if you're lazy or you don't work. Do you know what I mean? Aye, right. aye. So you weren't even a big eater or anything like that, no. No, I'll let it. You know what, Greg? You know what question's coming next? Greg was going to ask you what your favourite dinner is. Aye. So I was going to ask you what you had for your dinner last night. <laughs> what did I, I had? Well, I had pizza last night. I had did you? Dinner, what, two for Tuesdays? No, 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 I don't. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. Anybody gets a pizza out with on the what day? Is that his way? Aye. So what have been Tuesday yesterday? Where did you Aye. get a pizza? You got a real pizza, well, a proper pizza. You, you don't, don't like those? No, I don't. Like you feel Dom, terrible. Dom, you do, man. You feel as if Dom, you're I, Domino's is overrated and overpriced, man. Ah, I like see what you mean. Pizza as well. Ah, I, I see what you mean. Uh, my favourite pizzas have got to be that
Like fucking, what would you say, middle class kebab show? Fucking, do you know what I mean? Spicy chicken, pepperoni. Do you know what my favourite is? Asda's pizza. See the ones that they make at the. Cool ones Amazon. are good on all, mate. Oh, mm-hmm. you're right. Morrison's number. You've got your Morrison's number there. Aye. Aye. But what I'm saying is, I'm, I'm saying middle class because you know, like you get that Pisano kind of skier. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like the fancy kind of. It's got that. It's got like mozzarella, and you know, it's like in circles and all that. And there's it's no. Aye, you want. A cheese slice. A cheese. Ah, you do. You want a big fucking... A big cheese slice. You heated up with a hairdryer. Yeah, that, okay, that's put, that's put me in the mood, man. That's put me in the mood. So, listen... Kato, like, you want to go now, mate? You're all right. Name to keep going. <laughs> Gary, you're, you're sitting here and you're talking away to Grado. Obviously, you know Grado is one of the greatest wrestlers that's ever laced up a pair of bits. Yeah, you're a bit of a wrestling fan yourself. I used to like the old WWE back in the day, aye. Eh? Right. when talk, I was younger, talk, talk me through that celebration when you nearly fucking killed Jim McAllister. Oh no, Jim, McAll- <laughs> Jim McAllister nearly killed me. Oh, is it the other way about, was it? It's the other way about. No, I think it, like, it was that time where it was at Vine. Was that, aye. That was going to put, and it was that um, out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I killed him. Aye, so he no, so we Jim, the whole game. Jam. I just said before the game, if it happens, like if you score or something like that, we'll do it. And I was like, right, no bother. I think that's, that's fine. So I, managed, I think I scored. And then, like, you just, I've obviously seen Jim coming next minute RKO. And I didn't actually think it would have kicked off the way it did. It was mad. Uh, just a wee bit of advice, mate. Don't try us at home, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Wait we, to we the professionals. <laughs> I know that you say that the vine. I do actually remember that now. Aye. Did they not make soccer M and all that? No. Aye. Randy. Aye. It was a big. It was a big deal, wasn't it? Aye. Randy, Randy Orton put a tweet out about it or something. Aye. Randy Orton. Aye. He told us to. Aye. He he uh, tweeted us saying what in our form or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's super man. That's brilliant. Yeah, fair. So what is it? Um, how was your time? It the Usher Kelly. Tell us about that. Oh, it was great. Um it's a cracking dressing room. Some really good players in it. Probably I would say we, we underachieved. I think we had a really good side there. And should right. have um, probably should have finished up the league more. But uh, winning that CIS Cup and then um doing all right in the league. No, I really enjoyed that. No, I'm looking at here and it's saying something about new club and Rangers. What's a shite I'm reading? What, what did you I was, say? I was, I was, I, I, I was going to bring that up there and on. Go, Gary, do you, do you want to talk us through that, mate? You might be attracting that. I'm not attracting it, but... Uh, <laughs> you don't need it, man. We're all that fucking banter, aren't we? Uh, yeah. how, how come he's right. bringing it up? How come he's bringing it up, man? Because, because producer John's put it in the notes. Aye, uh, mate. Uh, because, because, because... This is like, honestly, Gary, this is like the best tolls I've ever felt because he's actually got somebody and he's side this week, you <laughs> know what I mean? He's usually you know I mean? greeting by this yeah, point in the always, podcast. It's always Rangers supporters and ex-Rangers Aye. players are fucking <laughs> ever, honestly. So, so, Gary, talk us through your comment you made about the 55 times champions of Scotland. One times. Oh, don't <laughs> start your shit! Come on, yeah, you've made another comment now, fuck's sake. Aye. Front of the Daily Record tomorrow, Gary, boy. You'll be up that fucking hill on Saturday, man. You'll be on a phone. You, you prick, you've seen the fucking podcast. Are you doing this hill? Are you doing this hill? There's cunts coming up the other side. 
Uh, right, so talk us through that happened, Gary. Right, so we finished, we played Kelly, I think, at the weekend. We had Rangers coming up in the cup. And as I was walking in, like, I'm quite a, I got on, or I did go on well with most of the reporters and stuff, and I would be laughing and joking. As I walked in, somebody said to me, um, oh, so you're looking forward to playing Rangers? And I was like, I, I just laughed and joked. I've never played them before, so I'm looking forward to it. Just with a chuckle. <laughs> right, so then... <laughs> I went, then went on to the interview, nothing said about it. Just, like, <laughs> just, just interview about the game and then about going to Ibrox and that, and that was it done. And then, like, that night, I think my phone actually just blew up <laughs> and because the Daily Record decided that it was going to be, that was going to be the front and back page that I'd come out with that one. <laughs> did, it, did it be the front, <laughs> front and back page, aye, was it? Aye, so that was a good crack. <laughs> <laughs> It's a laugh, isn't it? It's a joke, isn't it? I love it. I did laugh, I love it. Ah, well, man. Oh, you know what? See that kind of stuff? To, uh, that's what football's all about. The back. Exactly. exactly. You know what? Do you know what I mean? That is a, it's a carry-on. It's a laugh. Aye. Absolutely right. Aye. Right. Well, after, after, was this when you were playing at Dundee? Aye, uh, at Dundee. Uh, so what, what was that like? See, when you, when you went to Dundee, um, how did you find it after... After like where you had been previously and stuff like that. Um, okay, I loved Dundee. I think that that's been my favourite place to play. Um, just when I went up there, the fans and everyone took to me right away. My manager at the time, Jotty Scott, was amazing. Like, um, just with how he was with me and how he was with the boys. So no, I, I loved my time there. At, at three times I went back. So, um, you don't keep going somewhere if you're not enjoying it. So, um, no, I loved it back there. What's the funniest thing you've ever see, saw, see happen in a football changing room? <laughs> what time's this going on at? <laughs> it's, ex- uh, it's, aye, it's it's on the internet, mate. You can see whatever the fuck you Aye, man. Aye. <laughs> Come on. Apart from slagging Rangers and that again, yeah, you've done enough of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's a... what's, the, what's the worst thing you've ever saw? What's the craziest thing you've ever saw in a dressing room? Fuck's sake, Gredo. Give Fuck's one sake, man. I know. <laughs> Four different questions in like 14 seconds. Sorry, what you want? Nicest dressing room you've ever been in. <laughs> the nicest dressing room. <laughs> um, I don't, I'm, I'll find it hard to pick a funniest one. I think um, one of the things I do remember, Dundee, I was at Dundee and it was Gordon Chisholm was the manager. And we get beat away at Breakin. And he came in and was going mental, launched the kettle. <laughs> so kettle everywhere. A couple of days later, we got a, a bill through because we'd ended up with a kettle in one of our bags and we stole our kettle. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, should been, that should have been the front page of the fucking paper, Gary. Uh, <laughs> a few, and uh, Chiz as well, big Craig McEwen. Chiz used to wear these um, North Face trainers because he's like, dodging knees and that, so he needs. North face trainers instead of instead of boots and big Craig McEwen super glued them to the corridor floor as well. So they were a commission for a while. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny you're you're saying, but that uh, Dundee was your favourite club to go to. I would I, I, just, I don't know. I thought it would have been Kelly with a cup, one of the cup, no. Uh, no, um, obviously. <laughs> cool. <man. laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, Gredo, that's that question answered. Oh, man. 
Yeah. Tell me this one, obviously you started off at Celtic, right? But with, with your reputation through Scottish football, like we said um, before, was there ever any any like, option? Was there were any of the so-called big teams like your Celtic Rangers, mm. Hibs, Hearts, Aberdeen? Did any of them ever show an interest or come in and, and try and sign you? Aye, there was, there was interest a couple of times. Um, we played Rangers in the Scottish when I was at Partick Thistle. Um, at Ibrox and we drew one each and I think I set up the goal and after that I don't remember we were playing was it St Johnson away and we got pumped 3-0 my call took me off after 60 minutes I, I wasn't very good I got towels and everything launched at me after that game <laughs> so like, I was going home I was going out I was going out that night I was younger so I, like, I was going the night out got a phone call from my call again and I, I was like, all right, Gaffer, how are you? And he's like, yeah, hey, how are you? And I was like, oh, come on, right, you're a bit down after today. He's like, I'm phoning to make you feel worse. Rangers were there watching you the day and you had a shocker. So, oh, fuck. Which <laughs> so, I went to Rangers. I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard you, you went, Gary. I heard you get tipped off before it and that's why you played shite. <laughs> 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 you went, Which you I went, Gary, Gary if you've got to move, aye. Would I have went? Um, aye. aye. Right. Unless... Aye. I'd have phoned Celtic first. Well, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal. Any chance? Um, no. Obviously, you want to play as a footballer. I've always wanted to play as high a level as I could. And if I could have went to the second biggest team in Scotland, I'd have went no baller. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah beauty. I'm fucking lapping this up. This is magic. Oh. Yeah, see that game? I'm sure I was at that game. Did I not go to a replay with Rangers and Party? I remember that. That's not what happens in the cup if it finishes. No, 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 I know, but I just remember, I remember it. Who was the Party Fissile player that was dead wee? Was it Stevie somebody? Stevie, oh, Murray. Stevie Murray. Stevie Murray, that's right. I remember him here. He had a good game that night. I remember that. Yeah, that's right. Then he always happened. played. Stevie Murray always played well against Rangers. He's a died in the world, Tim. Stevie, it? so he is, I. Is he? You going to get him on next week, too? Uh, I actually know Stevie. His brother used to be my postman. <laughs> I'm not even kidding, but his brother Anton. Right, and we seen you in this pub. Aye, he was actually your fucking widow. <laughs> <laughs> So, Gary, looking back, man, obviously you've had... I'm trying to just break the two up. They're going to start fighting again, you know what I mean? Looking back on your career, Gary, all the managers, like Ian McCall and stuff, who's the best and who's the worst managers you've, you've worked under? The best managers I've worked under... Um, uh, well, as I said, I loved my time with Jockey. Jim Duffy was brilliant. That was coming towards the end of my career. Um... I still don't know why nobody's given him a bigger job recently. Um, he's top drawer. Um, worst managers. I don't know if I can. <laughs> you can say it's all right, mate. Aye, come for you too. That's fine. <laughs> we we uh, want the dirt. We want the fucking dirt, man. I know. I just, obviously, there's just some managers you don't go on with, aren't there? Aye. Um, man. <laughs> so I don't like obviously there's a few that were not very good for me but like, there was a guy Alan Buckley at Grimsby and oh I hated that guy man that was how you really feel mate I got a fence Gary he used to just like make things hard for me and I remember we're playing two touch one day and uh he, he proper tried to volley a ball at me, like, 
as hard as you could with his little foot. And I, I just... <laughs> his little foot! <laughs> so he's honestly... He's How wet was his foot? So... I just popped the ball back up and I volleyed it right off his dish and that was one of my favourite days. Oh, my story, man, it's brilliant. So, obviously, as, as time went on there, like, he was making things that I was making in squad and I was running myself like, every day. He was sending me running or training with kids. So, one of the days, like, at Grimsby, we had this wee uh, training ground and the, the wee, like, the wee, Bit where you would go in and get dinner after it, and it looked out onto the pitch. So he was in there, um, having his dinner, and I think I'd just finished like probably an hour running drill, and he'd left his car open. So I took the handbrake off his car, what? <laughs> just started pushing it by the window for the other side, <laughs> left it on the pitch, and went home. So I went down, well. but Gary. Apart from all that, was you all right, but <laughs> I knew. I hope you're doing well now. <laughs> oh, Gary. Uh, just before we move on to the quiz here, is there, what's your plans? Have you get what's next for you? Are you planning getting back into football, maybe coaching or managing or anything like that? Not at the moment, no. Um I got a couple of offers to go back playing there when the league started again, but I've I've not missed it to be honest. Um it's, it's been a long time where it takes up your whole life, do you know what I mean? So I've, I've been quite happy. I'm not saying, like, in the future I'll maybe not want to go into coaching or something like that, but at the moment I've not really any plans on going back in there at all. I can see Gary on the, on the bench, man. Alan Buckley's assistant, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> right, right. How, what's your brother doing? Is your brother still playing football? Uh, no, he was the same as me. He was at Gart Kern with me there, but with the league kind of going ski with, he's not playing at the moment. I'm not sure if he's going to go back playing junior right. next year. But um, he was some he was some player. He was unlucky not to, not to go right. higher. Alright, I thought that. I know that's right. Yeah. Well, Gary, we really appreciate you coming on. See, at the end of every every interview, we do a wee ninety second Scottish football quiz. You good for that's that? Hi, right. go for it. Right. So, um, recently. We've had some brilliant attempts at it, to be honest with you. David Martindale was on a couple of weeks ago, and he's at the top of the tree with 16 correct answers. Yeah. In joint second, we've got John Sutton and Chick Young with 15. We've got Mark Wilson and Keith Lasley tucked in behind them with 14. Other selected scores include Alan Archibald on 11, Warren Shankland on 7, and Andy Gray on 6. At the bottom, it's a tie between Peter Lovenkranz, Derek Johnson, Craig Levine and Mick Supatline and they're what? all sitting on three. Why you know what Jano's got to say? Barry for EastEnders. I don't get why we don't put the fucking Barry for, Barry for EastEnders got four. Why is that no one there? Barry for EastEnders. <laughs> uh, Gary, Barry for EastEnders got four, mate. Right. <laughs> well, that's what you have a quiz. I done well, mate. And I, the, 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 the thing is, Grado's making a big deal going, why are we not putting Barry in there? And Gary's sitting going, cool, man, don't give a fuck, mate. Barry for EastEnders was on. <laughs> I'm just trying to work out how much Barry Feastenders had to say about Scottish football. That's cool. But anyway, well, let, well, let me tell you a story. See, he is interested, Bob. I know you can't see me, or you can't see you, but, but listen, he, he's a quiz master. He, he reads loads of quiz books and goes on. He was on the chase on Sunday night. Where did he get 120 grand on the chase or something? So, aye. So he was like, Rangers are 14 points ahead, and Hibstop scorers came in this bit and all this. He was good. He stuff, by the way. He really did know his stuff. 
Aye. Aye, so he's a, I think he's a bit of a swat when it comes to like, sports and stuff, so he did know he's... And he only got four, so... Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I swear. Aye, man, he's fucking brilliant, man. He's great. He's so brainy. I know, the, best part <laughs> is the four questions he got were about his tendals. <laughs> so, are these just, are these just random questions? Or are they they're the just, no, they're questions about Scottish football, mate. So, they're, they're pretty... They're pretty... Ah, you should be all right. You should be all right. But you've got nine, you've got ninety seconds, Gary. But you can't pass, even if you don't know the answer. You must give a answer. An answer, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Aye. Right. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna start the questions. John, if we get uh, ninety seconds on the clock, certainly have. Right, and your time starts now. Which Scottish side did Leicester player James Madison play with on loan? Aberdeen. What team did you get your only under twenty one cap against? I never got an under twenty one cap. <laughs> He's made more overall appearances for Rangers. Alan McGregor or Stephen Davis? Alan McGregor. Well, who <laughs> was the second club Blackburn loaned you out to? Buddy. Other than Hibs, name any Scottish club Jackson Irvine's played for. Ross County. Name either Scot- scorer for Scotland in the World Cup group matches. In the World Cup 98 group matches. Oh, 98. Simon Donnelly. Who was the only permanent Hamilton manager immediately before Brian Rice? Um, Jason Scotland, the idea. How many league appearances did you make for Stenny? Three. Shea Logan has joined which championship side on what? Which club does Scotland International Callum Patterson play for? Cardiff. Which Scottish Premiership? Oh, Sheffield Wednesday. Which Scottish Premiership <laughs> side features a steelwork on their club crest? Mother. In what year did you have your second spell at Dundee? 2015. Alphabetically, which Scottish Premiership team comes after Aberdeen? Cove. Which club does Jason Cummings currently play for? <laughs> Dundee. Dundee, you got that one right. Do you know what, do you know what, do you know what Gary, see if your comments about Rangers, I'm glad you got that one right a minute ago. Uh, no, it was Selig, mate. It was Selig, mate. What, in the Scottish Premiership team come Ah, I'm not listening to the questions. Here, John, John, you need to sort these questions out. It's embarrassing you didn't get an under-21 cap and you're right that in the thing. I know, what's that about? Who did you get that for? I thought you had a point for that. I'll give you a bonus point for that because I left that in from last week, so apologies for that. <laughs> for fuck's sake, uh, man. I'll go, to, I'll go through the wrong answers for you. You got off that flyer despite the under 21 cap. I'm like, why did we not speak to him about getting another 21 squad? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, scorers for Scotland in the World Cup 98 group matches, you could either have John Collins, which was against Brazil, or Craig Burley against Norway. Uh, no, it's Simon Donnelly, unfortunately. Uh, Martin Canning was the Hamilton manager before That's Brian right. Rice. Uh, you got it. I have to accept your first answer. It was Sheffield Wednesday that Callum Patterson played for, not Cardiff. Right. Yeah, man, at no point. You never ever said at any point I've... that it had to be my first answer. I, he's right. Oh, yeah, it's all, that's how quizzes work. You can't give a wrong answer and then give a right answer. Well, wait, no, you've, I... done it, you've done it before. Aye, oh, but quizzes enough. usually have the, the right questions in it as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Toe, Toe, I didn't see you back Nandy Gorham up with us when he got a few rang. Back Nandy Gorham up against a wall. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm not going to give you that one. Uh, second spell at Dundee, I've got 2013 down, I think was your second spell. Uh, Aye, and uh, alphabetically, which Scottish Premiership team comes after Aberdeen? It's Celtic. 
Uh, but you did all right, mate. Giving you that bonus one at the start. Nine. Nine. Well, Quay, Gary, that's, that's good shout. That's good. Yeah. Gary, cheers, mate. We really appreciate you coming on, but mate, I appreciate it, bud. Thank, Thank you very much, Gary. No I appreciate it. Thanks for having Thanks, us. Guys. All the best. Right, all the best, pal. Right, take care. Yeah. Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident. Call them now on 01698 767 172. Right, troops, Gary Harkin, Stevie Fee, four men had a dream or whatever it's called. Four lads had a dream. Fucking, what a, what a day of it. What a I, day um, of it. We had, we had the man for Broader Rangers on. Cammy. No, we had Cammy for Broader Rangers. Right. Right. It's been a fucking star-studied show today, boys. <laughs> it has been. It has been <laughs> I, it's like, do you know what it's been like? It's been like an episode of Top of the Pops. Ah, <laughs> it has been. It has, it's, it's the fucking who's who of Scottish football. It's, I mean, everybody was there. The only thing we're missing was... I mean, he still gets mentioned, Ricky Little gets mentioned, Jerry Plain get mentioned. Uh, the buffs. Do you know what? See, if we hadn't had such a packed show this week, I would probably tell you my big bra story. Oh, mate, oh. I've totally forgot about that, mate. What was the crack? Aye, aye, we? aye we never ah, listen, that, come we? on, it's going to, we've been recording here for nearly fucking three hours. Tell you another time. Next Save week. it for, aye, next week, next week. Yeah, aye. Ruby. Aye, boys. Groovy. <laughs> so anyway, there's nothing left to say but Big Mixu. Big Mixu. We thought it was going to go viral. When they get you and Cameron to do it on his Twitter, then it'll go viral. Audio Frontier.